Yes. <laughs> a male, Billy. 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 What is, do you know, do you know how poets say hello? They say, "Como estás?" <laughs> um, hello. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, haven't we metaphor? <laughs> Did you decide that poets were Spanish all of a sudden? All of a sudden. <laughs> or I was going to say that, that you're... Our there cher- are some wonderful Spanish oh, poets. <laughs> I was going to say, our, cher- our your Cherokee were doing a dogue? Uh, oh, the Cherokee, which yeah. Is, is that goodbye or hello? Is that both? Uh, I think it can be both. both. I'm, I'm since, sure. since there's no word for goodbye. Yeah. Uh, or, or OCO, you know. OCO. You can say that, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Or in, 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 in Navajo, yate. Mm-hmm. Yate. Mm-hmm. And in poetry is, hey, hey haven't we have met we, a four? We never, I never met a, I, met, I never met you a four. Never. Welcome uh, everyone to yes. Wacky Poem Live. Here we are, li- live for live. Live. <laughs> we we're, li- we're live, but we're not going to be live in this in this cold weather. We're going to be frozen. Here we are for our lives. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. It is cold here today, January, what's today, 12, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, it's like 20. Or something in mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. That's you know people go insane at this point. They do already. go insane. Yeah, people, the North... shelves are already bare at the grocery store. Oh, are they? There's no gas left at the gas pumps. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I I gassed up yesterday, but I thought you know uh, people up north are looking and saying, "Oh, that's cute." <laughs> yeah, they think this is cold. Or somebody from the north that has moved here, you mm-hmm. know, is probably looking around, and going, "What are y'all doing? This is a heat wave. What's your problem?" Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a business in town that opened late today, you know, for safety. I'm like, mm. there's there's nothing all on the, the roads. School, all, <laughs> all the school closings. Are this is the school here closed today? Oh, I don't know if it's here, but I was watching the yeah. T V screen at the at the banner. Yeah. And I thought, I walked to school in New Mexico, northern New Mexico, so many times, you know, which is listen to me. Up and down the hills. Uphill, carrying in a the sack snow, of, a sack of coal on my back. <laughs> With but, only a hot potato in my pocket to had. keep me warm. All I had. And then when I got to school, I had to stoke the coal they in the stove. Chisel, chisel me out of my frozen shell. <laughs> <laughs> but I, do, I, I used to love the snow, and I still like. I, yeah. I still walk in the snow. But I'm there's gonna, no I'm gonna snow walk out there, and there's, there's no snow forecast. But it's snowing lightly now. Well, just it's a little thing that's not going to stick it's on the ground. It's a little thing, but I'm going to get out and walk it's in pretty. it. It's kind of pretty. I'm going to get out and walk in it. It's 20 degrees. I'm still going to bundle up and get out and walk. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to do it. I just like it. I did go to the grocery store this morning, and then I just left them in the car, and I'm like, I don't need to put you these in the refrigerator. They're going to stay nice and, nice and chill for a while. Uh, hello, it is a poetry podcast. It is a poetry podcast. Even this, isn't a weather, this isn't a weather update. This is a poetry podcast. What number are we on? 114. 114. 114. 114. Yeah, and we have a special topic, not that they're not all special, mm-hmm. but we just last week had a, here at the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, where we record this uh, podcast, we had a regional contest for Poetry Out Loud. So any high school student in the region could participate. Mm-hmm in this contest mm-hmm. and we had a, a great little group we sure did and yeah. a wonderful winner 
Yes. And she's going to go on to the uh, state competition in Edmond in March. And so we're going to talk about uh, poetry out loud and reciting and memorizing poetry and mm-hmm. good poems for that yes. today. And if she does well in the state competition, does she go into the national? She has to win it. She has, she has, oh, she has to win the state mm-hmm. and then every, one, one person from every state. Yes. So and I she was, was second last year. She almost made it because yeah. I was looking at the group Same from, at the nationals and I didn't mm-hmm. see her. And that's why. Because mm-hmm. she just didn't quite. But right. second is nothing to sneeze at. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Um, yes, her name is Jamie Smothers. She's from Ulaga High School. Ulaga. Ulaga. Those of you all from out of state that might be listening, there might be a few of y'all. You may uh, not know. Ulaga. Ulaga. Tiny little town is where Will Rogers was born. It's north of Claremore, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his home is still a tourist attraction, Will Rogers' home. Mm-hmm. They're in Ulaga, but the actual museum to him is in Claremore. Yeah. But it was really interesting because we had uh, we judged the contest and then we chose first, second and third. And then we went in and gave little trophies and announced the winners. And then they said, this is the same ones who got first, second and third last isn't year. That, and is, we said, what? Isn't that ironic? You know, I, I didn't. I remembered the first place. Oh, obviously, I, I yeah. knew that she had won last year also, but I didn't remember that the same ones were second and third, too. And the guy's name was Tanner? Yes. Tanner? So first place was Jamie Smothers. Second place was Jenna Wells. And third place was Tanner Callen. Mm-hmm. And all three of them are students of Jennifer Dinslow at Ulugal High School. And uh, they just did a wonderful job. A and so did everybody job. else who competed. Yeah, a Wonderful job. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they seemed to really enjoy what they did. Yes. Or, or, or reciting poetry. Right. Which, how could you tell that, Bill? I'm asking you a question because I'm going to take a drink of this wine you brought that you're not drinking. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on the water kick now. Because uh, I, I got to drink it all. Well, because I mean, I have to. I mean, I you have to. I have to. You ha- you're obligated to. Yes, yes. You know, it's a summer rosé in winter. Yes. Um, I feel like that they that they communicated some uh, eloquence. They communicated. They were enunciated well. They seemed to comprehend the poem really well and, and convey that to to the, to us. Which is a big um, part of the evaluation in Poetry Out Loud is that your understanding of the poem that you chose mm-hmm. and how well it is evident to the judges or anybody listening that you really know that poem yeah yeah and i like the pauses i like and i love the eye contact mm-hmm. when they're speaking and i like it when it's directed throughout the room right moves around moves around mm-hmm. and, and 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 not overly dramatic but i think to communicate with your voice mm-hmm. is the key yeah and that's one of the highlights of the poetry out loud is i mean there are several things you're evaluated on uh, like I just said, is your understanding of the poem and your interpretation of it. But so much of that rests in your voice mm-hmm. and um, the way you use inflection, the way that you pause at line endings, you know, just or <clears throat> if it seems necessary to speed up your voice or to make it higher at some point or lower mm-hmm. at some point and just Certainly. all of that mm-hmm. is, is more important than being dramatic. Mm-hmm. Because right. the the idea of the competition is to do that, is to, you know, give your best interpretation of the poem, but not to be like an actor on the stage. Mm-hmm. You're not acting out the poem. Right. This yeah. is not a drama class. It's not a, a drama it's class. A poetry, <laughs> poetry, oration or recitation? Both? Uh, I would call it recitation, recitation. because I, 
I mean, you are orating, but to me, when I hear oration, I think that's something original okay. to you, you okay. know, and you're delivering your own speech or something. I see. And that's, a, that's the thing about Poetry Out Loud is you're not reciting your own poem. You're reciting a poem that you've chosen from the from Poetry the, from Out Loud website. Yeah. And there and are many, there are many tons tr- of poems mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. From every time period and, you know, classics and brand new things and free verse and rhymed and yeah. different links. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of tastes mm-hmm. and varieties of poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is, I wonder, Sean, is this, it, it, um, I know it's not nationwide, is it worldwide? Uh, it's, a, it's an American. Because it's national. there would be yeah. a language barrier. Yes. You know, and that would yeah. be that would be the biggest barrier. I'm sure there's other countries that have something mm-hmm. that's similar. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. It started in 2005. It's a partnership of the National Endowment for the Arts, the Poetry Foundation, um, whatever state agency is helping with it. Here in Oklahoma, it's the A-plus schools um, program institute. And um, so it's all those going together to make it a um, an, an arts education program. Here's from the website. It says it encourages the study of great poetry by offering free educational materials and a dynamic recitation competition for high school students across the country. Mm-hmm. Nice. There you go. Nice. But I do have to ask. The, the, Must you? I do have to ask the question, the elephant in the room question. Uh-oh. And you may not know the answer. But I'm, you know, I'm just. I don't see. I see a bunch of star foam heads I in just, here, but no elephant. <laughs> I just wonder why this is a wonderful competition, and I am just wondering, and there's no answer to this, why more schools and students do not get involved in this. It's yeah. sort of, it, it's, it's, it, I'm, I'm dismayed at that. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's probably still, um, teach. It's up to the teachers. I mean, mm-hmm. the teachers are the ones that are going to have to get the students involved and parents. You know, mm-hmm. if parent sees it and oh, my child needs to do that, I think there's still not enough awareness that it's out there. Mm-hmm. And it's also just the fact that people don't recite and memorize like they used to. Mm-hmm. Back in our day, well, Bill, when we were walking uphill in the snow to get yeah. to school with hot potatoes in our pockets, right. we we memorized things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things. And now the, I memorize things. If it was as popular as being going viral on Tic Tac, we'd have people lined <laughs> up. All, yeah. Tic Tac. That's yeah. what I call it. Yeah. We'd, have people, it. we'd have people lined up from here to, to the market. You know, I you think, know. I don't know because I don't ever look at it, but I think Tic Tac is full of poetry. But uh, so, yeah, you should get some high school students reciting. You know what I think a lot of it is, though, is people doing rants, you know, that mm-hmm. they call poetry. Yeah. And, and you know, rants are fine, but. They're not poetry. No, they're not. So the no. thing is with this um, with this program is you are really memorizing and putting, you know, reciting really good poems. Mm-hmm. And not that high school students can't write really good poems, but not very many of them have that ability yet. It's just not developed, is it? Mm-hmm. it really I did notice, not... you know, looking at the website, though, that they do have a, an ancillary program where they do uh, ask for actual poems written by some of the participants and they oh, had nice. some of those on the website nice. too yeah wow yeah so that's F- future in... published poets mm-hmm. do you yeah. remember what was the first <clears throat> thing was that you memorized probably twinkle twinkle mm-hmm. little star how mm-hmm. i wonder where you are up above the roll so high like a diamond in the sky <laughs> and i forgot the risk so i will quit talking before i get too high <laughs> no um that was probably it mm-hmm. you know and um 
I remember the first poem that I ever case, wrote in sixth grade, very juvenile, but I remember every word. And I remember the the motivation for that poem was a song by Danny and the Cascades called Rhythm of the Rain. Um, What's the poem? Let's hear it. It's called, listen to the falling rain splashing on my window pane. It doesn't come from you or me. It comes from the clouds, the sky, and the sea. And as I sit here looking out, it makes me want to sing and shout. The rain is here. Come out. Come out. Oh, that's wonderful. I, that was sixth grade. That could be in a book of children's po- oh, you know, you. poetry for children. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. that, my very first poem that I, I ever wrote. It. I was, I I was, t- I was ten, 10 years old. Um, yeah. And I like that you ha- you've remembered it. I remembered it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Now, and that one rhymed. It did rhyme. And uh, mm-hmm. we heard poems on our cont- in our contest last week. Some rhymed, some didn't. You have a copy of the poem from last year's winner. I do. Is it free verse or is it rhyme? It's more free verse, I It's believe. free verse. Do you want to talk a little bit about last year's winner there and, Cer- and, uh, and read that poem? Her name was Sri, Sri Padachana Manjuluri, and I believe she's from Indiana, from a Columbus North High School in Indiana. And she chose a poem titled Say Grace by Emily Jungman Yoon. And... Um, I believe Sorry, it was. I was punctuating your talking she, with the pouring of my wine. Which is, that was the background. <laughs> the, the, that was the background, you know, uh, uh, music to what I was saying. <clears throat> but it's uh, it's quite a uh, thought-provoking uh, poem. Okay. So I, I, I can read it if you would like. I'll, yes. try, I'll try to do it justice. That'd be great. She, she recited it, obviously, um, without any sort of uh, written accoutrement. Yeah, she's... Uh, she had it memorized, yeah. and uh, you can you can look at the video of her on the poetryoutloud.org dot org. And what I'm going to enjoy about this, listeners, is Sean. Ha- I don't believe Sean has heard this poem before, Mm-mm. so I didn't look at the actual. So poem. this is going to be you, your reaction is going to be uh, maybe like you've heard it for the first time and hear what you have to say. Okay, I'll take notes. Let me get a pen. Oh, oh my gosh! Okay. I'm going to take notes take on your notes. intonation, <clears throat> intonation, and your inflection, and your uh, awareness of the poem and your understanding. Okay. I'm on the hot seat. Okay, in the hot seat. Say Grace by Emily Jungmin Yoon. In my country, our shamans were women and our gods multiple until white people brought an ecstasy of rosaries and our cities today glow with crosses like graveyards. As a child in Sunday school, I was told I'd go to hell if I didn't believe in God. Our teacher was a woman whose daughters wanted us to be nuns And I asked, what about babies and what about Buddha? And she said, they're in hell too. And so I memorized prayers and recited them in front of women I did not believe in. Deliver us from evil, O sweet Virgin Mary. Amen, O sweet, O sweet. In this country, which calls itself Christian, what is sweeter than than hearing have mercy on us from those who serve different gods? O Clement, O loving, O God, O God, amidst ruins, amidst waters, fleeing, fleeing, deliver us from evil. O sweet, O sweet, in this country, point at the moon, at the stars, point at the way the lake lies with a handful of feathers, and they will look at the feathers and kill you for it. If a word for religion they don't believe in is magic, so be it. Let us have magic. Let us have our own mothers and scarves and spirits, our shamans, our sacred books. Let us keep our stars to ourselves, and we shall pray to no one. 
Let us eat what makes us holy. Wow. That's an awesome poem. I thought you might, <laughs> I thought you might like it. That should be in our exhibit out here. Okay. On a, uh, it, it fits in some ways with our exhibit it about the witch. It does fit. And, I, you know, I, have, I printed it up in case you might want to mm-hmm. post that. Yeah. Awesome. So, and, and the young woman that read it, I believe, I'm, I'm assuming, and I should not, but she, I believe she might be um, Hindu. She, she wore the red uh, uh, cir- uh, forehead circle. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful young woman, very eloquent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, appeared to be of, of Indian or origin or okay. American Indian of, of uh, ancestry. Ancestry. Okay. So yeah. that, I believe, gave her a special um, perspective on this poem. Well, it's great evidence of choosing the poem that's right for you. Right. You know, because it uh, it will flow uh, honestly with integrity mm-hmm. from from who you are and from your voice so and they, everything. This was last year's uh, the, the national oh, champion. That's a wonderful poem. And say the poet's name again. I believe her name is Emily Youngman Yoon. Okay. J U N G M I N, and I I I believe the J may be uh, a, uh, so pronounced Y. Okay. E- Emily Youngman Yoon. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. I made a mistake. <clears throat> oh. Uh, but uh, no, in, in, my, in my reading, because I I get tongue tied occasionally, but um, I don't know whether the readers know I, sub- I didn't recognize. As it. a child, I stuttered severely, severely when I was a child. So I've outgrown most of that. I know. So, I remember whenever you we first started doing this, and you talked about your oh, stutter, and I was stuttering. like, "What are you talking about?" I stuttered. <laughs> I never even noticed. I stuttered anything. and I ghosted. I meaning I said things over again. I parroted mm. them twice, mm. and I have no idea why I did that. <laughs> You know, I was a little defective, people. I've outgrown it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did notice in our competition that we had last week that there were a, a, there was one or two people, students who were in the contest, who chose poems that I don't think really fit them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think maybe they liked the poem, but they just – it they didn't embody it really well. So that's very important to this competition is to really search through all those poems on the website till one of them just r- jumps out at you. Does it have to be an intrinsic connection? It's just, just something one. that speaks to you and it just embodies? It really speaks to you, and you know that when you say it, it's going to ring true, mm-hmm. that the words are going to ring true mm-hmm. to someone else. Nice, yes. Yeah. Cool. One of my favorite poems that was in the contest is an older poem, it's by Claude McKay. This is um, uh, Tanner, Tanner Callan, who uh, got third place. He recited this poem, and uh, it's very appropriate for right now when it's 20 degrees outside, and um, because it's called After the Winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I wanted to to read this poem. Absolutely. After the Winter by Claude McKay. Someday. When trees have shed their leaves and against the morning's white, the shivering birds beneath the eaves have sheltered for the night. We'll turn our faces southward, love, toward the summer isle where bamboos spire the shafted grove and wide-mouthed orchids smile. And we will seek the quiet hill where towers the cotton tree and leaps the laughing crystal reel and works the droning bee. And we will build a cottage there, beside an open glade, with black-ribbed bluebells blowing near, and ferns that never fade. Mm. Lovely, love. And he <laughs> delivered lovely. that. He delivered that well. Mm-hmm. And what I, what I was, the more I've discussed this, what I realized is, uh, I think that 
uh, Tanner was the only uh, male in the competition. Mm-hmm. And Tanner seems to really enjoy beauty. Yeah. And 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 and, and uh, that's uh, definitely uh, what this uh, poem is, uh, is about. Is more maybe of a sensitive guy, like I was, maybe still am, mm-hmm. and is aware of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it is. It's very characteristic if you read very many of uh, Claude McKay's poems, because he often talks about um, a memory of of, of <clears throat> where he came from. He was. Uh, uh, a black man, I think, from I can't remember now which mm. where he was from, but something Caribbean, and mm. uh, so there's always these memories of tropical things and, and beautiful flowers the, and mangoes and things what, like that. What was the year this might have been written? Roughly, probably in the 20s or 30s. So, he was very important to the Harlem Renaissance. Okay, so he had he, he had a lot of to overcome being yeah. black in the in the 20s oh, yeah. in this country. You yeah. know that was already by many looked at to be a, a deficit. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. But just his dream of what it would be like after the winter. winter. Mm-hmm. And as I'm reading that poem, too, it um, it reminds me of someone very different, and that's William Butler Yeats, the great Irish poet. He just has that same kind of mm-hmm. uh, rhythm, you know, and awareness of the beauty of the world around mm-hmm. and how much it, it kind of just takes you out of yourself, you know. It yeah. just kind of makes you feel like you are blossoming. Mm-hmm. In the midst of it. It's almost like you're supernaturally aware mm-hmm. of your surroundings. Yeah. And the appreciation is just, it, it is its own reward. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Just like this wine you brought me, Bill, <laughs> which I was noting. Yeah. It's called Palloncini. Palloncini. So it's a rosé from Italy, mm-hmm. and it's a blend of three different grapes. But I was reading it, and it says, it's um, imagine the fresh surf spray in your nose, bright sun on your skin, and a glass of this zesty, tangy, berry-fruited rosé in your hand at the day at the beach. Oh, my. It's perfect for today for when today. it's 20 degrees in winter. <clears throat> and I can be like Claude McKay thinking about what's it going to be like after 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 the winter. You know, and it isn't, isn't the warmer weather all the more sweeter having gone through some, a, a bitter winter? Yeah, even yeah. though even though it's bitter. it is Oklahoma, it's yeah. not really that bitter. And it's really not. You know, <laughs> I was looking at my home, one of my home, my hometowns in, in New Mexico, and it was like seven below. Yeah, you know, I thought that's a little chilly. Yeah, I mean, that's it's gonna chilly. what's it supposed to get down to five or six or yeah, something like that little, next week. Little cool, but still, know? people from the north would be calling us. Oh, pussies. absolutely. Well, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> let's edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be on the lake ice fishing. You know, that's what they'd be doing. That's exactly right. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Bill, if alcohol can damage your short-term memory, imagine the damage alcohol can do. That's the only reason. That... <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, if it, if Speaking it were not it for wine, Sean would have ruled the world. <laughs> you would have ruled the world by now. <laughs> You know, I haven't actually memorized a poem in quite a while. I've, I've got probably 20 or 30 of them in my head, but I haven't memorized a new one in quite a while. I'm surprised. It's probably a lot harder nowadays to do. And I would imagine in in, in clinics where cognitive repair is occurring, when, when you might have decline or you might have cognitive illness, this would be wonderful mm-hmm. to sort of re- regain some cognition. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it's you know I told the I told the kids in the contest last week that you know this is, it's a great thing to have a poem in your head, a poem or two, or 
or a dozen of them because it, it keeps you, if you bring it up and if you think about it, even if you're not saying it out loud, it brings you into the present. It brings you into the moment. And if you really will focus on the poem and what it's saying, it it will help you to let any anxieties and problems drop away. Mm-hmm. No matter what the poem's it's about. It's true. It occupies your mind. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And if you're really memorizing it and reciting it, it definitely does because you can't think about anything else. Right. When you're it doing takes that. all of your energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for my good point. I was wondering, you were, <laughs> back to the back to the bottle of wine, I wonder how many people read, Sean reads these labels like they're just I novels. I do, because, you know, that's part of the, I think that's part of the, you know, it really the is, but but I wouldn't ritual of drinking wine. And I don't isn't think it? It, does, does all wine have this little description on the back, or just the ones I bring in? Not all the time. Because yeah. I notice you really enjoy these. Dis- if it's well written, I really mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them probably are not. You know, th- no. this one was a little more well written yeah. with a little spray of pink balloons on the front. You know, <laughs> <laughs> add to the experience. I'm I'm interpreting this wine for for everyone. For everyone, you know, like, yeah. Like the poems we're talking about that are being and it does look like it. It is the color it's of very an, pretty. It is the color of an ocean sunset. Yeah, I, I believe. Yeah. Yes. What would you? It's kind of an amber sort of pink, yes, isn't it? it? it yes, yeah. it's, it's a it's a blush amber. I would yeah. call it. How about that? Let's take a moment let's to survey fan- my wine glass. Let's get let's get fancy. <laughs> a blush amber. You know. I'm sorry, you all I know can't her. see it. <laughs> well, let's get a photo of it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. What is this color? It'll probably be gone gone. before we can get a photo of it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. You got another poem? I do have uh, another. I I perused the poems that were available for Poetry Out Loud. Yes. This one really spoke to me. Mm -hmm. I would like to read it. Okay. Acquainted with the Night by Robert Frost. I have been acquainted with the night. I have walked out in the rain and back in rain. I have outwalked the furthest city light. I have looked down on the saddest city lane. I have passed by the watchman on his beat and dropped my eyes, unwilling to explain. I have stood still and stopped the sound of feet when far away an an interrupted cry came over houses from another street. But do not call me back or say goodbye. And further still, at an unearthly height, one luminary clock against the sky proclaimed the time was neither wrong nor right. I have been acquainted with the night. That's so perfect that you chose that because that's that's you. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just told me before we started recording, I'm going to go out and walk. And <laughs> well, it's true. This afternoon when I get I'm home. Gonna go I'm going to go walk. I'm going to look for fox tracks. I'm going to look for deer tracks. I'm going to look for a bird nest that had blown out of a tree, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Notice the little things, you know. Yeah. Um, but the difference is, you know, it's the night mm-hmm. when he feels like he's acquainted. Yeah. The Which night's a little, adds a, the little somber, more, shrouded, more shrouded mystery. It's a somber element. He had, Robert Frost had a lot of, a lot of tragedy in his life. And, you know, people mm-hmm. say that many of his poems are kind of veiled death wishes. Mm-hmm. This one could be. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder whether people over-interpret. It could, it, it could be. my. I think just if you have things that happen to you that really bring you down, it's going to come out in your poem no matter what it's mm. about. What is his you poem know? about through the woods on a winter night or 
whose woods are these? Whose woods these are? I think I know his house is in the village. No, I learned that. I learned that when I was woods Phillips. There we go. See what? See. (laughs) I was probably in elementary school when we studied that. Mm -hmm. And the the last two lines. That's another one that people say. There's sort of a devilish in there. What's he doing? He's stopping. Guess which line is my? Guess which line is my favorite in that poem? My little horse must think it queer. No. I do not think so, ma'am, Missy. Don't make me rotate my head. <laughs> the horse was not looking at me. I'll tell you. No, you're, you you're quick. stepped right you're, into that, Bill. You quick. stepped right into that one. Well, I didn't know you knew the damn poem so well. I know that whole poem, well, yes. My favorite line is, the woods are lovely, dark, dark and, and deep, deep. But, but I, I have promises to keep. keep. And miles, miles to go, go before, before I sleep. And, and miles to go, go before I sleep. sleep. The fact that he repeated that twice is so crucial. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Because it means more than it means. Yes, it when does. When you repeat it. Yeah. It heavy another. thought on that. Oh, heavy, yeah. Heavy thought. It's a heavy poem. Mm-hmm. Even Love that it. little one the other day, you know, when we were getting ready to do martial arts. And I don't know why it came up, but I remembered that yes. that other Robert Frost poem, mm-hmm. that little tiny one, you know, the way a crow shook down on me, the dust of snow from a hemlock tree has taken my heart from out of its mood and changed some part of a day I had brewed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's even about having deep and, and dark thoughts and, you know, being all stuck in your depression. And then a crow shakes some snow. And haven't we all had that experience yeah. of walking under a bough and having yeah. an unexpected shower of snow from whatever reason? Right. And we're like, what is that? What? Yeah. And it brings you out. Yeah. yeah. I was walking with my dogs yesterday, and I sat in, the, in my chair in the front yard, my old metal chair where I sat in it. And all of a sudden, you know, I was I was feeling real introspective and sat in my chair. And the chair in the metal chair? Metal Man, chair. Man, that was cold, wasn't it? And it was cold. And, the, and, the, <laughs> and despite, I'm not really heavy, but the chair collapsed. <laughs> It, I collapsed, and I found myself looking up at the sky. Are you th- making this I'm up? Not, I, I, this is totally true. I sh- I, the, the chair is still folded in, in a clump in the, in the front yard, the purple chair. And I thought, I wonder if my dogs think I'm dead. And I wonder if they will did rescue they, me. They, they, are, they looked at me like, are you, you know. They didn't gonna... strap on that little barrel underneath no, their chins and they, run over. They and looked at me to... like, uh, are you going to feed us? <laughs> so it, it, it kind of stir, sh- stirred me out of my introspective mood. Yeah, yeah, that would do it. That would chair do it. collapsing. Chair on collapsing. You. <laughs> yes, it did it. Yep. Well, I have one more here. Okay. Because I also wanted to pick a one uh, from the website, from the Poetry Out Loud website that I really liked, and this is by the very well-known Margaret Atwood. Mm-hmm. You know, who's mo- uh, most known for her novels. Yeah. And The Handmaid's Tale yes. and so yes. forth, but she's an exceptional poet too. And this is a <clears throat> this is from the myth, and I really love it. It's a siren song. Oh yeah. So it's referring to the myth of sirens and brings up Odysseus and all that. Siren song by Margaret Atwood. This is the one song everyone would like to learn, the song that is irresistible, the song that forces men to leap overboard in squadrons, even though they see the beach skulls, the song nobody knows because anyone who has heard it is dead and the others can't remember. Shall I tell you the secret? And if I do, will you get me out of this bird suit? 
I don't enjoy it here, squatting on this island, island looking picturesque and mythical with these two feathery maniacs. I don't enjoy singing this trio, fatal and valuable. I will tell the secret to you, to you, only to you. Come closer. This song is a cry for help. Help me. Only you, only you can. You are unique at last. Alas, it is a boring song, but it works every time. Every time, <laughs> every time. I didn't. I, 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 I didn't make. I didn't make the uh, uh, Handmaid's Tale connection. But do you think she, <laughs> when she wrote that, she thought that we would be living, <laughs> living her book? Yeah, I wonder if that cross ever crossed. I mean, in, the, in in this country. I don't know, you know. I don't know what the publication date of that book was. You know, the, the Handmaid's Tale is uh, hugely popular. I've not seen one episode, but I probably need to. My my family. I haven't either. My family seems seems to like it. My, I just read her stuff. Re, you just read. You just read her stuff. I'm usually yeah. like ten or twenty years behind on on movies. Oh, I anyway. am too. I am too. Yeah. Somebody was asking me the other night about if I'd seen uh, Killers of the Flower, Flower Moon. Moon. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, probably about ten years. I'll get around it, it, you get around to it because I hear it's a longer movie. Yeah, you know? I mean, I hear it's really good, and it's obviously very. Um, Concerns us well, where we are right here. Certainly, so mm-hmm. I'll eventually get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, siren song. Siren song. Song of the siren. Sirens. Yeah. Siren. Mm-hmm. Well, what else? Do we have anything else to say well, about I, poetry out loud? I just want to again c- congratulate the Ulaga um, students and, mm-hmm. and the teacher, and just uh, you really stand out in the state of of uh, hundreds of schools. You stood out and stood up and and. Um, uh, participated and that's something to be really incredibly proud of right. yourselves for and that was the so. third year that we at the museum here had hosted a regional contest because it is you know it's a lot of work to do mm-hmm. a contest because there's so much that goes into it and teachers already they have too much to do so it's very hard for teacher to actually set up a contest in the school mm-hmm. you know so I think that it's good that there's an an outside entity like us here at the rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry that will put it on and then just any student you know any teacher in the northeastern Oklahoma area can let their you know kids come and compete here and so you know we're going to keep doing it and hopefully there will be more mm-hmm. Uh, high school students from this area that will participate in the future. They need to be more because this will help them in their co- collegiate careers. Oh, well, to, to, definitely. To, to stand up and speak and to memorize. Mm-hmm. It will do nothing. And in your, uh, if you have a business career, in that, in almost any career, it'll help Anything, you. Anything. Your life. Mm-hmm. It, if you will dedicate yourself to putting a few poems into your body, your life is going to be enriched. That's it's just how it is. That's a good quote. Put poems in your body, in your brain. Put poems in your brain. You may quote me on that. You know, like I did from when, when I was uh, uh, 10 years old. Yes. You know. Yeah, and you still have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Bill, <clears throat> how, oh, do poet, how, do, how do poets say goodbye? Um, me, um, metaphorically, oh, bye. Oh, just give it up. You know, I mean, I don't know. Give it up. I I'd give. like to linger a little longer, but it's getting a little late. <laughs> 
<laughs> Alliterate. It's getting a little. You had that's a little, even a word you can say when you're half drunk, isn't it? Well, it sounds like a, a, a whiny word, <laughs> whino word. A little rate. It's getting a little rate. Got to go. Thank you all for being with us. Yeah, we well, appreciate you. Stay warm, bye guys. Don't a doggy. Thank <laughs> you.